it's been a good day. So when I had some pizza, we got some pineapple pizza. I Ooh, that looked so that. good. That looked delicious. I saw that picture. That was true New York style pizza too. You man. know what too? When I was when I was in LA I and I, 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 I looked go. at all the pizza, I looked at all the pizza that I could order and I saw that. I thought, man, I'm gonna end my trip with a perfect uh, you would think they call it Hawaiian pizza, but no, right? they called it New York New York pizza. <laughs> That's what New it was York called. Pizza, and I ordered right? and it came ham and pineapple, ready to roll. Okay. All right. Good to go. Hey, listen, Delicious. are you guys ready to rock this? Because here's the thing about this show tonight is I'm uh, – there's so many little things that were dropped while you were on vacation that I had no idea. And I and I looked at Alani extensively. So unless you actually go there, you really don't touch on some of these small – and and listen, these can be a big deal while you're over there. So I'm excited to get into some of these. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Pick my brain. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Sounds good. All right, let's. Uh, everybody's good. Audios are good. Everybody looks good. Let's start this show in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. We just become best friends. Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hey everybody and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We're recording on Thursday, 7-12. And our show is a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. And finally, 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 our buddy Justin is back from the beautiful Hawaii and spending time in California. And tonight, we are going to pick his brain and find out all the little hidden gems and secrets and everything you want to know about Alani. Because I know I have certainly a lot of questions. I've seen some amazing pictures. And uh, I'm just excited to have him back. The shenanigans starts. Aloha. Justin, welcome back, buddy. I am so, um, look, at I'm thrilled to see you back. I'm glad to see the Three Musketeers are back at it. Look at all three of our beautiful faces up on the uh, the computer screen there. And um, this is going to be very, very informative, and I can't wait. Yeah, so I'll tell you, I'm, uh, I was excited to get out to Alani and to experience that. And I think, you know, it's the one property that I probably knew the least about. You know, we did research and stuff, but when you're talking DVC properties, you know, all three of us DVC members, it's, uh, it's so far away. And it's just one of those bucket list trips. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to answer any questions. And maybe uh, maybe we can help some of our Disney family plan their next uh, next trip to Alani. I'm super excited. I've kind of had that as a Disney bucket list. And uh, I'm excited to hear about your take on it. I know you being a seasoned Disney veteran, you know what we've expected out of vacations. And uh, you're going to be able to give us some inside tips. I'm super excited. So, Justin, you, you get your plane tickets. And I want to start with plane tickets because the, the number one thing – that stops anybody from doing a Disney vacation or vacation in general is cost, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's very fair for us to cover real quick. Now, um, like let's say me, I live in the Midwest. Um, you know, Mike, you're on the East Coast along with, with you, Justin. Once I get to L.A., because that's going to be, like I would say, the central hub, right, Los Angeles? Yeah. Pretty much? I, yeah, I mean, that's where we we went to L.A., stayed one night, and then flew to Hawaii the okay. next day. So what is my cost going to be from L.A. to Hawaii? So when we flew, we flew with Hawaiian Air, which mm-hmm. I can't recommend enough. It was great. They, it was fantastic. It had that. Uh, you know what's weird about Hawaiian Air 
is you know how like when you walk into the poly or you walk into uh, the contemporary and they have a smell like a certain smell, dude. It smelled like it smelled like what you would expect Hawaii to smell like on the airline. It's like they pumped the smell in. Like you okay. sit down and you're instantly just relaxed, and then everyone's wearing the the flower shirts and flower dresses. Uh, as far as you know, the 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 um, everyone working for the airline, and uh, yeah, just a super super cool airline to to fly on. But price wise, uh, man, I booked so long ago. J- Jason, I want to say it was like little right at six hundred per person uh, for a round trip. Yeah, for for two two from L.A. and it was a direct flight from LAX to Honolulu. And then from Honolulu back to LAX. Right. And um, once you got there, I do want to talk about uh, when you land. Now, like when you when you go down to Walt Disney World, you uh, take advantage of Magical Express. All right. And I, I, my luggage is taken care of for me. It take It's taken to my uh, resort. So when you land in um, Honolulu International. Mm-hmm. And um, you're 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 going down to get your bags because Disney's not you, Disney has no affiliation is not going to take any of your bags. You, you're responsible to get to your resort, right? Correct. Yep. So what was the what what did you do and what would you recommend somebody that's doing this trip? So for us, see, there's there's multiple ways you can do it. They do have transfers that you can catch and uh, and head to the resort. We rented a car for the week because when I looked at the cost of it, I thought we ended up getting a SUV. I got a Ford Edge. And we had it for seven days, and I think it cost me a little over four hundred dollars, four fifty maybe something like that, which is really reasonable. I like the idea of being able to travel around the island whenever I wanted to. Now I will say this about Honolulu, like the international airport there, it's a bit, it's not like your typical airport where like you know if you get off at a terminal, like say Mike, I'm coming up to see you right, and I fly into JFK, and it's just massive terminals, you know, and you go from one terminal to another. When you come off the the, the the flight, you walk straight outside, and then you catch like a shuttle bus to like the main hub, and that's where you'll and that's where you'll get all your luggage. It was a bit stressful because you have to catch that shuttle bus, and then you get your luggage, you have all your luggage, and you have to catch another shuttle bus over to where the rental car area is, and then you go there and you can uh, and you can you know get to your rental car. So you're telling so like as a let's say as a dad and, and mm-hmm. as a mom and, and two kids in tow, okay? So I'm going to have to manhandle all this luggage back onto this thing to because I mean look, if you got two small kids, mom mom, like with us, mom would be in control of the kids. You know, she would, you know, both by the hands or whatever. So I'm gonna have to manhandle this luggage onto this um, tram to get me over to the rental well, car. It's it's a shuttle that? bus, and the driver will help you. And of course, we tipped. You know, like the driver cannot yeah, yeah. help me with the luggage stuff like that. Okay. But I mean, that's only one way to do that. There are. I mean, you could arrange a private car, and they're gonna meet you in the airport. That's what we did when we flew back and we got to L.A. to go to Disneyland. Was I arranged a private car, and, and they met us inside the terminal, helped me with the luggage, had the had the bag there, and everything. And um, but yeah, I mean, that's just the way we did it. Once we got our car, though, it was seamless. It was so easy. Uh, it was so nice to have that, just that luxury. And for Alani, you're looking at about 15 miles uh, from the airport to the actual resort. So here you are. You got in your rental car. You got your Ford Edge, and you're cruising across town, and you're enjoying all of the Hawaiian sights. What was your first impression when you saw this this resort? Was it was it massive as it looks in the pictures? Was it something that was breathtaking? Was it something that stood out amongst all of the other resorts that were in the area? Were there other resorts in the area? Was it, when you pulled up, did you know like I'm here? Did I feel like home? Like when you get that feeling when you're pulling up to the other resorts in in uh, Disney World? 
Yeah, no, you do. I when you first see it, and I have to tell you, the drive from the airport to the resort is is really easy. It's uh it's interstate the whole way. They have they have two major interstates that run H one H two. Uh, I think there's an H three. It's on the on the far side of the island, but uh, the only ones we dealt with were the two. And you're straight there, and uh, you merge off. And the cool part about this resort is it's you see pretty much nothing. And then all of a sudden, this resort just hits you. It's like, boom, it's just right there in the distance. It reminds me a lot of like seeing the cruise ship mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're heading to the cruise. And you, all of a sudden, you just come over that ridge, and you see it, and you're like, wow. And it just, it's breathtaking. It, you know that you've arrived on a Disney property. Now, it is surrounded by two other resorts. And it's in an area that is based around the resort. It's really cool. So when you drive in, you have not only that resort, but a couple other. And there's some shops and stuff like that. Uh, right across the street so we pull up and yeah you get that same feeling i mean if you're pulling up to the contemporary you're pulling up to the poly or animal kingdom lodge you get that feeling you get that welcome home you know right off the bat and uh, we always use bell services whenever we whenever we go on trips and so we instantly dropped off our luggage and headed into the into the lobby what was the lobby like because i know we're very impressed by a lot of the lobbies here in Disney World. Did it have that huge? Uh, I know you said the resort was massive, and you had that that overwhelming feeling when you saw it coming over the ridge. But uh, it, it's very open, from what I understand, right? It's like, a, like an open air type of. Is that is that how it works with that? Yeah, it's an it's an open air feel. And let me tell you, whenever you pull up to really start your vacation off the right way, uh, you're greeted. And I recommend everyone to do the online check in because by doing the online check in, you don't have to even go to the front desk. Um, you're greeted right there in the front by a cast member who checks you in through an iPad and they present the women with flowered orchid lays and the men get the kukui uh, lays, which are like uh, nutshells, um, nuts, and uh, it goes around. And then the the kids get the uh, minahune lays, which I'll talk about more about the minahune uh, later in the episode. And it's just, it's really fun. You know, it just starts you off right then and you head into the lobby and the lobby is not massive. But on the back wall, it's it's open. So you can see straight through the ocean. You can see straight through to all the pool and, and the resort and everything like that. That's very cool. Now, when you picked this, when you picked this, did you have a choice of room? Did you have a studio? Like, I know we've made choices before when it comes to doing vacation club stuff. And even when you're booking some of the other uh, resorts around property, uh, did you have a choice of like a one bedroom, an ocean view, a pool view? Uh, is there something? Are you happy with what your choice was? Would you have done any of that a little bit differently? It's the same exact thing as, as any DVC resort. You have all those choices. You can do uh, studio, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, three-bedroom grand villas. Um, we just did a studio. It's what, typically what we do. It is a lot of points to go to Alani. Uh, a studio for the week, I think, cost us right at 200 points. And um, we were happy with it. We, we did pay a few extra points for an ocean view. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't have changed it any other way. Kenny and I were kind of discussing that on the flight back. We were like, if we go again in the future... Would we go and spend a few more points for maybe a one bedroom to have the full kitchen, right? Uh, you know, just to ha- and to have the laundry service and things like that. We kind of talked about it, but it would all depend on the amount of the difference in points. I mean, when you guys are booking resorts now, you guys have bigger, uh, you know, larger family than I do. Do you all always do one bedrooms or do you do studios? One bedrooms all the time. And the, the main reason why we do the one bedroom all the time is the laundry service. That's, that and the full-size yeah. refrigerator is key for us. Uh, this trip that I'm leaving on in a couple of days, you know, we're doing uh, we're doing a split stay. We're only doing Old Key West for two nights, and then we're doing Copper Creek for the week. And that's and the only reason why we're even doing the Old Key West is because of uh, flight reasons. You know, we wanted to get in there a little bit early. But either way, 
uh, we're gonna go from a studio to a one bedroom, and the studio is gonna be tight. You know, it's gonna be a little rough mm-hmm. for us, the four of us. We've done studios before, but you know, no big deal. It's only a place to park our, uh, to, you know, just to kind of lay out for a couple of days before we get to the one bedroom. But yeah, we're, we're 99 percent of the time. If we're gonna be there for anything more than five days, we want to do a one bedroom. What about you, Jason? Do you all do? Uh, do you all do? All, always do a one bedroom, or do you do a studio sometimes? Whenever you do trips. Oh, we always do a studio. I've never gone down the the road of one bedroom. Um, I think it's because I'm s- really stingy with my points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, let me let me compare it to what my vacation would be in January. Okay. Sure. We'll go a deluxe studio. Did you go one bedroom or deluxe studio? No, we did deluxe studio. A deluxe ocean view studio. Okay. Okay. Deluxe ocean view is 175 points. Mm-hmm. So um, when I want to go, but you know the thing is, is I can go to a hotel standard view. And uh, that's 112 points for that that week. Right. Considerably cheaper, you know? And um, I understand the ocean view. If we would go, we probably would do the ocean view because we have the points. But if somebody is renting points or maybe doesn't have a whole lot, you know, maybe they only have a 100-point contract and they just want to buy 12. It's not a deal breaker. The standard view would overlook the parking lot or overlook the other side of the building. Um, Because the way the the resort is, is set out, it's at an angle. Mm-hmm. So all the rooms that are ocean view are look down into the pool, or they look over out the other side because it kind of comes out at an angle the other way too. Um, so it's it's I tell you though, just get to Alani. Like however you can do it, just get there. You know, it's right, I, I can't right. recommend it enough. Yeah, and even the parking lot view, and I'm pulling that up. Um, guys, you still got the mountains in the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's still beautiful. Uh, it really is. So it's, yeah, you're right. And Justin, you just said the, the the most important quote, I think, of the whole show is, just get to Alani. That's it. Yep. All right, not to derail you, but no, we do standard view. <laughs> we do. Uh, <laughs> that was a we, that was a long side. That was a long a deluxe, windy road to get to a short deluxe, destination. Well, uh, that'll be cut down to uh, almost nothing. <laughs> but deluxe studio standard view is typically what I do when we go on vacation. Cool. Very cool. You know, we're talking about the hotel lobby. You know, when I walk in the Polynesian, mm-hmm. it has that poly smell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so much so where people try to replicate it and make candles and. What is my smells when I walk into Alani, if it even has one? You know what? It's so open that you smell the ocean. You know, and I'm sure they do have a smell, but it's the whole back glass is open. And you walk out on this big, you know, balcony to where you can overlook everything. You can overlook the lagoon and the beach and the ocean. And it's just, it's it's really breathtaking. It's not vast. It's not like, uh, it's smaller than the, than the lobby of the Poly. It's only, I'd say, two-story, two-and-a-half-story. Um, it's an A-frame, which is the way the entire resort is laid out is with an mm-hmm. A-frame. It's because that's the way that the, they would build their huts, you know, and sure. uh, to, pro- to protect the canoes. And I cannot remember the Hawaiian term for it. Um, but, so it's all A-frame, but, it's man, it's just so nice. And so it's, it's really, really um, elegant. Um, just just kind of hits you that you're in Hawaii just right then. Okay, and the cleanliness of it. Um, oh, beautiful! Oh, notch, it's it's, it's it's Disney. Yeah, it's Disney. Okay. It, it, there's there's no trash anywhere. I mean, it's just it's over the top. Okay, great. Now, on your first day of arrival, you you've gotten your room, you got your luggage up in your room. Uh, what what are you gonna do? I mean, are you gonna take a nap because you're a little jet lagged? Are you uh, are you gonna go exploring right away? What are you? What did you guys do your first day? So we when we arrived, I I planned our flights for. We left LA at 7 a.m. and we arrived at Alani at 9:15 a.m. 
because you gain three hours going out. So what we did the first time we're out there is uh, we get there, dropped our luggage off. Um, Riley instantly, well, we went and explored for about 20 minutes, just kind of walked around a little bit. And then Riley instantly said the words that she says whenever we get to the cruise line, I want to go to the kids club. And so we marched her down and, uh, and took her to Auntie's beach house. And she spent about four hours in Auntie's beach house. And Katie and I went and explored the resort a little bit. And we found ourselves at one of the pool bars and, uh, had a few drinks, relaxed a little bit. You know, it's right on the ocean. We talked to another couple that was there. They were finishing their vacation. So they gave some great advice of places to go, things to do, things like that. And uh, by about 4 o'clock, we still hadn't got that text saying our room's ready. So we headed up, and our room was ready, which I think, look, if you go to Disney, that happens. Your text just doesn't come through, and you go, and all of a sudden, it's, it's there. But So we got in our room, and uh, we picked up rye, and then we went to dinner the first night at the – Olele room and the Olele room is uh, a room which I think you guys Jason you in particular because you, you like you're always like searching for things you know mm-hmm. it's Olelo uh, means language in Hawaiian and so it's a room that when you walk in everything's labeled so like chair would say noho which means okay. chair and like they have like Mickey statue which is labeled they have maybe a picture of a, of a fish shark you know, the bar is labeled, uh, the, everything's labeled. And so you can learn. And everyone that works at that, at that restaurant, at that bar is, uh, they speak fluent. So they will work with you. They'll teach you the pronunciations, all that kind of stuff. It's really, really cool. Yeah. It's Fun. a cool, cool introduction yeah. to, uh, to the Hawaiian culture, you know, there, but, uh, but yeah, man, we crashed at 8 PM, 8 PM. We were out. Um, cause that felt like 11 PM back home. So, or back in LA. So we were, uh, we were shot. I want to go back to your pool bar. Uh, costs on drinks. I know Disney resorts are ex- a little bit more expensive on drinks. Does it even more while you're in Hawaii? Yes. Okay. Uh, I will. I'm going to say this, and we'll go over a few things. I'm sure throughout the episode, we've done. You know, if you've listened to the shows, we've done nine Disney cruises. Two of them have been repositioning cruises with Panama Canal, Transatlantic. We've done every resort at Walt Disney World. We've done Disneyland. Alani is the most expensive Disney vacation we've ever done and i'm not talking about travel or lodging i'm talking about uh dining drinks all that kind of stuff it it is really expensive if you are going to just do everything at alani i would like to towards the end of the show go through all your cost saving stuff so i don't really want to get into that at the beginning of the show i just want to give this to the experience and then at the end of the show uh, i would like to get into okay let's 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 call it how we see it this is what you need to do to save some money Mm-hmm. And still have the maximum experience, you know, because we, we've yeah. talked extensively about that. Okay, so uh, moving forward here, um, you guys crashed at 8 o'clock in the morning. Now, you were up at the crack of dawn, and I love that because <laughs> I don't get Justin phone calls early very often. So Justin was up at the crack of dawn. What time did you get up? Five thirty, six o'clock that first Four, morning? 4.30. We were 4.30, okay. And the thing is, nothing opens at Alani until like 8 or 9. Like it's kind of, it's just the pool, pool opens, I think at eight, the splash don't open at nine. Uh, it, there's just not much to do if you're a really, really early, uh, morning riser. So if you're flying from the East coast, like Mike, if you're coming from New York and say you guys wanted to do a flight straight out, I mean, you're getting six hours in your pocket mm-hmm. heading out there. So that next one, you're an early riser anyways, like you're up early every single day. Right. Uh, th- that first morning and Steven's second morning. Was something new for us because we don't do early mornings at Disney, 
And so we got up, cleaned up the room, kind of hung out, had some coffee, watched the sun come up, uh, did all that, and uh, and then we started our day. But we were asleep the next night at 8, 9 p.m. Uh, the same time. So It's got to be weird, the whole uh, time adjustment thing and, you know, doing what you're going to do. Does uh, Here you are on your first day now that after you got everything uh, and you're starting to get on schedule. Do they have itineraries and, like, uh, excursions similar to a cruise? Or do they have, like a, like, a sheet of the day that tells you this is what we're doing here, this is what we're doing there, if you wanted to kind of stay on property? Or do you got to kind of explore or just pick your own stuff out? No, they have. It's actually, you know what? It's laid out almost identical to the cruise line. You'll get your daily activity sheet. You can pick it up. It doesn't come to your room, but you can pick it up either at the front desk or at uh, a lot of the other places around the resort. We always picked it up at the kids' club whenever we drop Riley off, and it will tell you all the all the different things. Here's something interesting they do though. So for character meet and greets, you have to call a phone line to get the the locations and times. Hmm. And so, and that starts at 8 a.m. every morning. You can start calling that, that phone. So Katie will wake up. She'd call the phone, write down where all the you know character meet and greets were going to be, what times, and uh, and start planning our day with that. And so Riley could see everybody. Um, but you can see like all the classes they offer because they do look. They do like yoga. They do exercising classes. They do spin classes. They do uh, kind of like fun little surf lessons. You know, with a real surfboard. Um, but you can do excursions. They have an excursion desk, so you can go and you can do uh, horseback riding up through the mountains. You can do surf actual surf lessons. You know, all those things are available to you. We didn't do any excursions. We kind of ventured off on our own, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And uh, but yeah, they have all those available to you. So there's there is definitely something to do for everyone at Alani by far. I mean, it's it's, it's easy. You know what's odd to me about that is the fact that you said you have to go pick up a sheet. They don't have a Disney Channel like they do at the uh, resorts. Do so they have that with? Because I this one. I'm, I mean, I always feel like you know you check into the Disney you know the Disney hotel and you put that channel on. And even though I know what the park hours are going to be, I still want to see it. I still want to see what the weather's going right. to be. I still want to see what time the parades are and what time the you know the fireworks are. They don't have that kind of Disney Channel for their on property stuff. No, and I'll tell you, it's weird because. Whenever I talk about Disneyland, I always say Disneyland's more relaxed than Disney World. Disney World is crazy um, prepared. Like, it's just, while Disney World, you can tune to an app, you can tune to a channel, you can listen on, you know, you can. It's structured. That's a perfect word. It's very structured. Disneyland's a little more laid back. Alani is like way, way, way laid back. I mean, there's not, like, it's there, but you have to search it out. You're on a beach vacation, you're not at a Disney park, you know. So, if you're not prepared to go and just kind of chill and hang out and relax, um, of course there are activities or stuff to do. You can make yourself as busy as you want to, but you're on a beach vacation. And that's for us, that's what we wanted. We wanted to experience not only the resort, but we want to experience Hawaii in general. Fabulous. Okay. So day one, you had your, your meal there. Day two, you got up early. Um, what was your dinner like on day two? Ooh, day two. You know what? We didn't have dinner at the resort. Um, okay. We walked across the street. If you'll do about a five-minute walk straight out of the resort and across the street, it's a huge shopping area, and they have like three or four restaurants over there, and Katie was craving some pizza, so we went to a pizza place over there, and we had um, this amazing, amazing Hawaiian pizza. Spam uh, and pineapple? Oh, ham and pineapple. I'm telling you, it was delicious. It's like Spam. it's like pizza at its best, and um, for those of you who don't know, Mike <laughs> hates Hawaiian pizza, and we just rub it in. Um but yeah, we had that really, really good, man. And that's um, that's a great place to go, like any of those places, if you're wanting something a little different. Uh, now, with dining, Jason, you do have to make reservations. We made reservations before, but we were able to kind of modify too whenever we 
whenever we arrived because we you know stuff comes up you're on vacation you want to do certain things Mm -hmm. and so we were able to modify i pretty much know the answer to this but no dining plan available at their no i figured that no no and it's uh it's just and just to give people an idea like for for lunch for a quick service or, or for you know for something quick like if you were going to go to ama ama for lunch which is one of the restaurants uh a cheeseburger is 22 dollars um like fish and chips 17 bucks i mean just like it's not not so cheap. a family of four you're looking at a hundred dollar bill if you were to do meal. breakfast every lunch cheap and dinner meal. yeah if you were to do breakfast lunch and dinner mm-hmm. at the resort you would spend day. probably four hundred dollars a day for a family tip throwing bucks. tips yep. and yep. a drink and you're at 500 bucks a day okay yep All right which we're gonna talk about here in a little bit you did not no, no. So, no, no, um, and no. I loved how you did it. So, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that we're going to be talking about that here in a little bit on, on what you guys did to save money. Um, so, when you, when you, that shopping center, is it? Is there any specialty shops? Are we talking like Disney Springs? Or are we talking Walmart? No, it's no, it's all local stuff. I mean, they have like, um, they have like a like an ABC store where you can go and buy like beer, liquor, wine, things okay. like that. They have like just some uh, local shops, like a couple artists have shops there we can go and see some local art maybe you want to buy a little something from there to take home uh no it's completely it'd be like if you went to a shopping center outright in orlando not in disney but in orlando okay uh the only thing that disney has its hands on is alani outside of that it's all it's all just you know oahu and and hawaii okay all right now you had mentioned that you'd rented a car uh, Disney provides no other transportation to any other outside stuff. So if you wanted to go anywhere else, it's either uh, do they have cab service if you didn't want to rent the car? Do they or is it the- they have they, yeah they have taxi they have Uber they have all those. But for us it was like we wanted to go to the store we wanted to go to the North Shore and and explore a little bit. Um, and so it was kind of a no brainer. Now I do want to tell people this: if you're not staying on points, you have to pay to park like any any Disney resort now. Um, because we're staying on DVC points, we got complimentary parking. Got it. Would you rent a car again? Was that was that feasible? Was that something worthwhile, or would you just cab it next time? It's the only way I'd do it. Got it. I, I would. I wouldn't have changed that at all. And at first, I thought, you know, and Mike, to, to be honest, man, we only probably used the car like three or four times. And uh, but just to go to the North Shore, I mean, it's an hour drive, and so you wouldn't be able to make it up there unless you paid to do an excursion mm-hmm. up there. And that alone, I mean, you're talking two or three hundred dollars a person, right? You know, to head to the North Shore to see some of these sites that we got to see. Got it. So you wake up day three, still early. <laughs> like I think Rye is still uh, still raring to get up right at sunrise, right? Starting to starting to adjust. We're getting better. We're get, like now we're like six a.m. So we're okay. we're getting there, yep. little by little. We're staying up a little later now. Maybe we stay up. To, we were crazy and stayed up till nine thirty the night before. You know, we're we're getting there. So the the suitor the suitor family is real big pool in the morning, okay. Mm. Eat breakfast pool, maybe even do the pool before breakfast and eat eat, eat a, you know a little later. Bre- I mean, I I know how you guys roll. It, is it the same thing for this trip? I mean, I know that the the pools didn't open up till eight. Is that what you right. said? Correct. Yep. So and that I mean that's still early. You know I mm-hmm. mean if you guys were to open, uh, wake up at a normal time that would that would be about right there. So did you guys do pool time in the morning then? Yeah. So we would wake up and something that I want everyone to know because it's something that you have to kind of learn when you get there is they do a few things with their pool that I think is fantastic. Uh, one, you have to get a daily wristband, and so you'll go to any of the places that do towel service, 
and you'll show your key card. They'll actually swipe it to make sure that you uh, have an, are in an active reservation, and you'll get a daily wristband, and it's a different color every day. Um, if you're staying on cash in a room, then the wristbands are just a solid color. Uh, if you're staying on DVC points, you're a DVC member. It says DVC member, and it's uh, it's sparkly. <laughs> it gives you a little bling, you know? And it's kind of a badge of honor, you know? You're like, oh, you know, I'm DVC. And, uh, and so you get that, you get your towels, and you get your chair. Alani does something that I wish every Disney resort would do. And, Mike, let me see what you think about this. So let's say we, we got our towels, we go over, we find our chairs, we put our towels on the chair, right, to, to save our chair. Mm-hmm. We go, and we want to go Lazy River, maybe do the water slides, things like that. We come back, and our towels are folded over the back of our chair. Now, what that means is they have a, a person that comes around, and if you're not at the chair, they'll fold the towel, put it over the chair, and then you have one hour to take the towel down and put it back over your chair, or they take the towels, and the chairs become open to anyone. Oh, I like that idea. Yep, that's great. That way, people aren't getting down there saving chairs, and then maybe they're gone all day. Right? You know, right. I see, you don't know. I see that working well at the at the resorts. I don't see that working well at the water parks. And the water parks. Can be, no, I agree. But I, I yeah, agree. no, I, I would love to see that at some of the because uh, I I've been there for hours on end, and I've seen nobody using a particular chair or a towel. So I know mm-hmm. what you mean about that, and that can be a pain in the neck sometimes. But that's a fantastic idea. When I was talking to a cast member, and, and they said. It's kind of uh, hit or miss. Like people either love it or they hate it, and I'm like, well, there's nothing really to hate about it. I mean, you know, if if you're going to go back up to the room, I mean, there was multiple times we would go to the room, we'd go, you know, go swim, we just check back on your chair every hour, you know, and just kind of fold your stuff and put it back there. Uh, if you have, I know what I know what people are thinking. Well, okay, I not only leave my towel, I leave my book, I leave my phone, I leave, you know, all this stuff there. Um, if you're not there, then they will take it. To all your stuff to the nearest um, place where you get your band, and then you can pick up your stuff there. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I could see. I, I, I could see. With, I'm sorry. I could see that with that being a very much of a beach and pool place. You know, that's very hinged on that type of stuff. That that's that has to be. Those limitations have to be put on because, like you said, it's not a theme park vacation where you, most people are out at the parks all day. That's the kind of vacation where people are going to be taking advantage of the pools and taking advantage of the uh, the beach. So I, I could see why that's uh, necessary. And they have plenty of chairs. Um, but if you go like mid-afternoon, I mean, it gets crowded because there's nowhere else for people to go. They're either at the, at the pools um, or at the you know the the kind of kids splash area, the Minahune Bridge, or they are down at the beach, and so you know it's it's kind of a no brainer. I like that they do that. I want to shift over to the beach. Does Disney own that beach where only Disney guests are allowed, and immediately in front of that, or is it like public, like around here, like shores are not owned by the people, you know? So right. or, or not. So how, how does that work there? So you share the beach with. Uh, with the other resorts, but everybody kind of sticks to their areas. Um, you know, like they're, they're over there, we're over here. Um, the cool part is, man, like they make it so efficient that like, like I was saying, where you go to get your wristband, get your towels, there's one down on the beach too. Um, there's umbrellas all around the resort. So you can find a chair with an umbrella or take the umbrella down. Um, everything you need is right there. The cool part about their beach is, I don't know if you've seen pictures, it's a lagoon and it's got a natural barrier. So you don't get those breaking water. So it's whenever you go out and say you want to snorkel or like we rented a paddleboard and went paddleboarding one day. Um, it's really calm, really smooth, you know, really nice for the kids. Let me ask you about riptides. Does that because it's in that little lagoon? Um, did does anybody mention riptides? Is that a is that a thing? I mean, I know part of the ocean uh, that's always going to be a concern, but 
having that break right there. I'm looking at pictures now. It's super neat, man. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of does that kind of limit the riptide? Yeah, there's not much of a current. They have buoys out. Um, okay. This kind of says don't go past here, just because you'll start getting closer to the rocks and stuff like yep. that. And that's when you start to kind of get a little more current, you know, because you're getting so close to those rocks and the breaks and everything. Uh, but we, I mean, other than being on a paddleboard, we didn't even get close to those buoys. I mean, if you go out. I don't know, 10, 15 feet, I couldn't touch. I know it doesn't say much that I couldn't touch, but I couldn't touch. You know, I'd have to swim. But they have um, – the cool part about the beach, too, and, and you guys would really like this, is beach toys, uh, boogie boards, all that kind of stuff is free to use. It's complimentary. So, like, we didn't have to take beach toys for a ride. We didn't have to buy them and then leave them there. Like, we just went, grabbed some beach toys, you know, show them your room key card. And then you, you turn them back in. We grabbed a boogie board, and we, Ryan and I would go out and you know kind of hang out for a little bit. Uh, and then, of course, they do have the water sports there. Uh, one thing that you can do is, like I said, we rent a paddleboard for an hour. I think it was $40, and we did get a DVC discount um, with that. But the other thing that we did is they have a snorkeling lagoon, which is uh, like a pool, and but it's full of fish. And... You go, and we, we did it for the entire week, and I want to say it was $40 for an adult for the entire week and 30 for a child. But that gets you your snorkeling stuff not only there, but also down on the beach too. That's almost similar setup to the cruise, right? Does Castaway have something similar mm-hmm. to that? I remember uh, yep. it's been a while since I've been there, but I remember Castaway having some kind of uh, you know package deal where you could buy the snorkel package. Yep, yep. Same, yeah, same exact premise, and you get the kind of the snorkel vest. You know, to where you you don't have to use a snorkel vest if you're in the ocean. You have to wear one if you're in the lagoon. And uh, but yeah, it it was just a no brainer for us because it was so easy for me to be like, hey, Rye, you want to go snorkel? You want to go see the fish? You know, you want to do that? And then even whenever she wanted to go out in the ocean, I could just go up and grab our snorkel gear. And you know, you don't have to lug it around. You just go and get new snorkel gear whenever you want it. And um, then we could, you know, I could have that vest and kind of float around with her and, and have some fun out there and not have to work my butt off swimming the whole time. So Yeah, the one thing I remember from the cruise was I had to buy the sand toys. And it was very cool because it was a Disney, like... Uh, We've got those. Yeah, it was a Disney kind of like netting bag. And it had all the the, uh-huh. uh, the shovel and the pail and the, the Mickey uh, mold. And it was it was very cool toy. So I, would, I certainly didn't mind buying it. But I remember that was something that wasn't included. And you had to buy that on the, on the end. And uh, we'll talk about that on a later date as we get closer to our cruise. Yeah, definitely. Let me ask you then. Uh, yeah. No, I want to go back to the pool and I want to go back to the beach. Uh, the suitors love the pool. Did you guys spend as much time at the beach as you did the pool? And and the reason I, this is kind of an anomaly. I, I don't want to say anomaly. Let me rephrase that. You guys live by the beach. You guys live yeah. by nice beaches. So um, how, how did you guys do? You know, break up your time between the pool and the beach? We only went to the beach two days. Uh, it's just for us. I mean, it, it was beautiful. It's right there. I mean, it's like you can be in the pool. Like t- t- a couple of the pools are um, like infinity edge pools, so you can be right on the edge and you're right on the beach. Uh, but for us, we just enjoy the pool more. I think it's one. It's easier with Rye. You know what I mean? Like because we can go pool splash zone uh, or splash pad. We can go down the water slides. Like we can keep her busier longer. There's more kids she likes to play with. You know, she makes friends. And look. If you're a parent and you have kids, and especially if you have if you have a kid and you only have one, you know, that's your only kid, finding friends for your kids on vacation is huge because that way you can sit back and chill and they're not going, come play, come play, come play, come play every five minutes. So I do want to hit this real quick because it's really funny. Uh, they have two water slides. One of them is a tube slide, 
and you go up and you can go two people at a time. So you can go single or two at a time. So I was able to do it with Riley. Uh, and then Katie and I did it a few times. Uh, but the other one is a body slide. And you guys have done the resort body slides, of course, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking a typical resort body slide. Dude, it is so fast and so dark that I looked like a lunatic coming out of there. <laughs> I, water went up my nose. I did a backflip underwater. I came up, <laughs> you know, just like that. I wasn't prepared. I was not prepared for this water slide. It was insane. I've never done a water slide at a resort like that. So are there height restrictions on that one? Riley was able to do it. Okay. So, yeah, we, she was able to, to fly down there, and she wanted to do it over and over and over again. And she was able to wear her swimmy, too, so it wasn't that big a deal. Okay. Did the beach right. areas have, like, a, a boat rentals or jet ski rentals or parasailing or any of those other kind of stuff that was not through Disney that you wanted to take advantage of? No, no. They did, So you could do – They. I take it back. They do have, like – you can go out on a on – a, um, like a canoe, you know, it's like a tour you can go on. Uh, but they don't have jet ski rental. They don't have stuff like that. The lagoon's not big enough. Got it. It's just not, it's, 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 you know, it's, there's too many people, things like that. Um, uh, but the one thing we took advantage of a lot was the lazy river. And it's fun, man. When you do that, the slide, the tube slide, um, you know, with, when you actually are in the inner tube, uh, it empties out into the lazy river. So when you come out it boom, and then you just go down the lazy river and you get to see all the Minahune. which did I tell you guys about the Minahune? No. They're my favorite people. They're the little people of Hawaii. Oh, so, that's right. And so little, this, it was on your live video. It was, yeah. So the, the story goes like this. And uh, we got to hear this fantastic story straight from Uncle, who is one of the cast members there. And he tells of fireside stories every night. And the story of the Minahune is this. They were the little people. They live in the mountains. And they would come down and cause mischief and, and build things and, and do stuff like that. And they're the people who helped build Alani. And... um but anyway, they're they're like little statues. They're probably I don't know. They're probably maybe two nah, foot and a half tall, maybe a foot tall. And uh, there's over three hundred of them hidden around the resort. You so, have you must have been absolutely thrilled to finally, finally find your people. <laughs> I did. I did. I feel because like king between of the mischief and little people, man, I'm telling you, you just you just nailed your whole DNA genetics. I mean, it was, I, I, was I wanted a I wanted a king of the Minahune shirt to wear. <laughs> just ooh, 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 you know. Um, <laughs> good shake, good shake it. Yeah, it was nice to be able to finally look someone directly in the eye whenever I saw okay. the Minahune. <laughs> so so there's so you got to go find them. Is that kind of like the the hidden yeah gems, they're like, the hidden Mickeys of the they're resort? like hidden Mickeys of of, okay. of Alani. So there are th- over three hundred and. Um, some of them are under the water, like in the lagoon area. Uh, wow. Some of them are, uh, they're all around the Lazy River. They're in the resort. Uh, th- there was this one elevator that had a Minahune up, like, in the corner. And so Riley <laughs> always hoped for that that elevator. And, man, she okay. just, she loved it finding all the Minahune around the resort. That's fun. That's super fun. Wow. Um, did they have a uh, little checklist or anything like that? Maybe a they, little book that, that they you don't, can purchase? No, okay. they don't. But they do, something fun they do, and it's a free, it's free to do, free for the kids. And if you go to the family center, um, where you can not only uh, rent DVDs and Blu-rays because they have Blu-ray players in all the rooms, uh, you can rent games. Um, Katie and I did a painting class there, where we got to keep our painting, and it was kind of a uh, wine and paint type of class. Uh, but you can also get this little checklist, and it's things you have to do while at the resort. And it, so it would keep your kid um, interacting with everything around the resort. So one of them was ride the elevator with the Minahune. So you have to get to ride that oh, one elevator. Okay. One sure. of them is go down, you know, the the body slide. Uh, one of them is, you know, so it has all these. And as you check them off, you go back and then they present you with a small gift whenever you go back and turn it in. 
Did they sell uh, in the gift shop little miniature menahunes for uh, to bring home? They so they do, yeah. And and what's cool is whenever you get to Alani, whenever you know the women get their their lay and, and the guys get the the kuki uh, lays, um, the kids get the minahune necklace, and it's got a little minahune on on the on the necklace. So really really cool. That is cool. Uh, Justin, there's there's a couple directions we we need to go and. Um, Number one, before we go any farther, because we were just talking about Riley and, and her finding the stuff, um, the the menahu. How do you say that? Menahune. Menahune. Um, what about what are other things for kids to do? Like, um, you know, tell us about the kid cots. Um, yeah, Auntie's Beach House Man is amazing. It's uh, it's for kids ages three to twelve, and you go in and if you get on the Facebook page, uh, come join us, Disney Dad's podcast on Facebook. I did a live walkthrough of the beach, uh, Auntie's Beach House. And it's it's just like the kids club on on the cruise line. They can go. It opens at nine thirty a.m., closes at nine p.m., and go anytime they want. They have a band that they get in with, and um, dude, they just they do so much fun. They have a massive outdoor play area that they can go and, and play. They're constantly doing games. Uh, they can do certain things that are an added cost, like we did. Uh, Goofy Surf School, where she got to do kind of a surfing class with Goofy, Chip, and Dale. We did um, uh, a thing with Moana, or she she got to do it, where she went on this adventure with Moana. And uh, then we did this thing called Fish Our Friends. And they actually go with a marine biologist over to the lagoon, where we would snorkel in. And they get to feed the fish, learn about the fish, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So, really, really cool. Question about the clubs. It sounds like an amazing club. Mm-hmm. Any teenage clubs on this? Because that's kind of what I got to go with the uh, the teenage girls. Do they have like a uh, – I know the cruise ships do. Do they have a teenage club there for the uh, kids? So they – they it's not so much a club. It's more of like they have activities. Like they have stuff planned uh, for like ages 13 to 17, whether it be like – they did stuff on the beach. They have the um, the Painted Sky Teen Spa. Um, they have the Lanawai Spa. Um, and they have like sunrise yoga just for teens. They do movie nights just for teens. They do all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's not so much they have a designated spot, but there are things that you'll see on that sheet that teens can go and they can meet other people their age, you know, at the resort. Restaurants, food, very mm. important. Yeah. It brings out caveman in me. I need mm. to eat. So let's talk food, man. Let's talk dining. Yeah, dude. Tell me, yeah, give we, me the ins and outs. Cause I know, listen, I know you and Katie, well, not Katie. You, I'm not saying it to be mean to her, but she's just a pizza's eating. It's true. That's it. So she likes her chips and her and her pizzas, and 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 we love her for it. You, my friends, have a sophisticated palate, and um, and we'll I, taking away the California grill. Oh man, or, I tell you what, I was never so angry at you two. <laughs> then whenever I listened to that, I was thinking these two are insane. What's wrong with these people? So I know you got to. I know you like your food, and um, so tell us what what is the culinary experience overall there? You know, touch base on some of the restaurants that you hit at, and more importantly, I need you to talk about price too. Yeah, sure. So we ate at all the restaurants on property. Um, the Ulu Cafe is their quick service. It's the same as a quick service you would get there you know any disney resort they except for it's all hawaiian fare they have sandwiches um they have poke bowls which are amazing um after 5 p.m you can do pizza there they have amazing hawaiian pizzas you can buy and um but then you know we we ate there a few times uh that's also where the ulu cafe is where you'll pick up your resort mug um it was 17.99 and that's for the duration of your stay and there are three um places you can go around the resort to refill your mug whether it be coffee or soft drinks things like that um, the first one we did other than that was the Makahiki 
and it's a buffet and it's with the characters. So really, really cool. Stitch, um, Goofy, Mickey, I mean, all of them are there. And uh, the dude is so good. So, so good. I mean, just a little bit of everything. You know, they don't only have like Island Fair, but they also have all the other, you know, dining that you can try that you would normally have. You know, like they had pizza, they had chicken, you know, they have something for everyone. Um, the Olele Room, we talked about a little bit earlier. You know, it's the, the room of language. It's more of like a bar menu. So they have like sliders. Um, of course, all, all the any drinks you would want. The Wailana Pool Bar was a pool bar we talked about. They also have quick service there as well. Um, off the Hook is right there too. But the but the major dining that they have is Ama Ama. That's their signature restaurant, and it was really really good, man. We had steaks. It was delicious, man. It was so so good. But the best dining we had the entire time was the Ka Wa Luau, and oh my gosh, man, it was incredible. Whole pig prime rib i mean anything you could want was there it was all inclusive so um well it was all inclusive because we paid for the vip it was now this one was a little pricey it was 169 for an adult 139 for a child so you're looking at almost 500 dollars, man for a family of three to do this but look we flew all the way to hawaii we went all the way to alani we weren't going to go and not experience this and i recommend it man whenever we ask riley what her favorite thing about alani was she says the luau yeah i think i think hawaii and a luau just go hand in hand i mean you can't go to hawaii and not do that you know so when you're talking about a 500 hundred dollar luau you know what am i getting for that i mean you know i mean i because i'm sitting here like yes the food sounds so good i get that you know and and your daughter's like that was my favorite thing but but why? Why am I spending five hundred dollars on this? So you get the show too. I mean, it's it's a full luau, so it's a two hour show. Um, it's like I said, we pay it's we paid a little more. Um, the extra price was one sixty nine for an adult, one hundred nine for the kiki, the kids, um, ages three to nine. And but if you did general admission, it's one twenty nine seventy nine for the kiki. So it could be a little cheaper. But I thought, um, you know what? I want to have the all inclusive part of it to where for drinks and everything, and also you get in early. And they have all kinds of activities. They teach you to make the flower lays. They teach you about Hawaiian culture. Um, they do ukulele lessons. Uh, so we we kind of wanted to do that. I thought, you know what, for an extra, what, maybe an extra 120 bucks, we can get in there and do that. But, yeah, you get the full uh, show, and you get some amazing food. And look, would I do it again? Probably not. We've done it now. But I do recommend everyone does it once. Okay. I mean, But it almost sounds kind of like a, a mini excursion in yeah, itself, exactly. You know, if you yeah. get there early, so you get a little intimate time with, um, you know, some of the locals. Uh, to me, that's important. I mean, if you're going to go all the way to Hawaii to be able to spend that one-on-one time with, you know, someone that is um, Hawaiian and yep. and and knows the history, and and I think that's great. I think that's a, a great selling point for it. And the food, man, the food sounded so good. Oh, See, I can just picture me and Mike with our caveman clubs up there at the head of the table, <laughs> just pounding this meat down. Oh, just the whole pig, and you're just pulling, just pulling parts of that pig off, and then oh my. Gosh, it was it was insanely good. Every vegetarian or vegan is just <laughs> cringing. I'm sorry, they're crying it's, right now, but I, I'm I, sorry, you know it was what? delicious. I I have no uh, no problems with that because that sounds so amazing as I eat my bugles here. So we we touched a base on the the Mac Daddy of the meal. All right, the the five hundred dollar meal and the uh, the ones in between. But we just talked like dinners. So what did you guys do for like breakfast and lunch? See, this is where this is where this trip is the make or break for a lot of families. So tell me what you guys did. Yeah, so um, look, there was no possible way we were going to be able to eat on property every meal. So we went to Walmart 
we do what every American does. We went to Walmart and um, we stocked up on donuts, milk, um, you know, sandwiches for lunch, things like that. I bought beer. You know, Katie bought soft drinks, you know, um, just because it would have been just so expensive. And that's a great way to save money is to uh, is to go and get those things and have them in your room for you. How far is the Walmart for a Milani? In Ten minutes. So, I mean, it's right there. You get your yeah. food. You're, you're, you're good to go. And it's like a super Walmart, so you have the full grocery store? Yeah, they had everything. Not only that, they actually sold, um, which I think they do where you're at, Jason, but don't where we are. Um, they sold liquor in their Walmart. And you can get liquor on the corner gas station here. So Really? Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's everywhere. But what about, like, the prices of milk? And, I mean, it's not like it's so much where, like, you're paying $15 for a gallon, right? I mean, No, it, it was actually really comparable to here. It, okay. It, yeah, it's, it's I mean, three fifty for a gallon of milk, yeah. you know. It's 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 right on. I mean, there's certain things that are probably a little pricier, but it wasn't it wasn't over the top. I mean, if you got to think, if I'm getting one one uh, alcoholic beverage for fifteen dollars, or I can make my own in the room, you know, and have one there, or if we're getting one sandwich for twenty two, or I can make a sandwich up in the room, and it was that great break in the middle of the day to kind of go up to the room, take an hour, you know, cool off because it was hot, cool off, relax, and then go back down to the pool after that. So, okay. All right, that's great, man. Mike? Yeah, no, very cool. I, I'm, We're very big on eating in the rooms, even on a regular vacation. I have groceries being delivered for our future trip coming up. Um, I don't, We don't eat out all three meals a day. You know, We, we don't do that on a regular vacation, mm-hmm. so I could definitely see how wanting to do that on Alani would be would be certainly be cost effective and you know we do the meal plan but uh you know I ordered groceries from Garden Grocer for this trip and uh we use them all the time they've been fantastic for us and I same thing you know uh, I don't have the luxury of having a rental car when we're down there so I have my groceries delivered and that's kind of one of the reasons why we do the one bedroom to have the bigger fridge and have the uh the availability of the stove was the fridge that big where you could keep a bunch of stuff in it or was it a small little dorm fridge it's a smaller fridge. It's not as quite as small as like a dorm fridge. I had a freezer and everything, so we had hot pockets for Riley because she loves hot <laughs> pockets. Um, you know, we had everything, and we were just constantly, you know, filling and transitioning and and doing all that with it. Got so, it. got it. But I mean, that's not the only way to save money, too. Like when we were talking about excursions, Mike, you're asking about excursions. We kind of created our own excursions. I mean, we drove to the North Shore. We went to um, went to these caves called they're not on the shore, they're right by the resort, but um, went to these caves called the Mermaid Caves. Mm-hmm. And you kind of go down into a hole and, uh, you know, you, there's only one spot you can really get down. But then when you get down there, if you kneel down, you can see and the water's coming in. You can see, you know, everything that's under there. It's really pretty. And then you just climb back up and out. Um, there is a uh, – then we drove to the North Shore and we hiked up and went to the water, one of the waterfalls. So cool, man. And up there they had guys that were providing life jackets. And all you did was tip. And so we got life jackets and you got there and you swim in the waterfall. Uh, just something you see, and it's the same waterfall that's been filmed in countless movies. I mean, tons and tons of movies. You've seen it. You know, if if you if you watch any movies, you've seen it in something. Uh, they got all the movie posters from all the different times they've they've filmed it. So really, really cool experience to go and do that. And then we went to the Dole Factory, <laughs> which is uh, it's like your roadside uh, kind of tourist trap. You know, you go to. We only spent about half hour there, but yeah, you could go and. Tours of the Dole Factory. Did you so. do that thing that Jeff Barnes was talking about? The, the Malasadas, the Portuguese uh, big. I didn't have a chance. No, okay. no. And but we did the one thing we did. And I'm sure you guys saw pictures. Was we had amazing, amazing Mickey shaved ice. Yes, there at cool. at Alani. And uh, this that was the most reasonable part of the trip. It was only five dollars for a Mickey shaved ice. 
and they were huge. So we did that daily. What if you wanted to go to Pearl Harbor? Is that within reason of go from where you guys were at? Is that something you guys were, had on your list to do, or just didn't get around to, or just wanted to do so, it when you got another time? Or yeah, so it's about fifteen minutes from the resort. It's not far. We were going to do it. The problem was when we were there. There, it was July fourth, and there they have their annual um, military exercises, and they had over forty thousand. military members from not just the United States, but all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of different ships, a lot of different, you know, stuff going on. And dude, that area was just so packed, um, that we couldn't hardly just get over there. And you know, we were at Alani, we found ourselves, it snuck up on us. It was like day five and we hadn't really left the resort other than to go to, uh, you know, go to the store and things like that and walk across the street and to eat at a couple places. But yeah, man, it's uh, we wanted to. It just kind of slipped, slipped, slipped away. We'll do it next time for sure. Yeah. Uh, Justin, looks like you had. Listen, I'm not even say it looks like it. I know you had a great time. I, I personally want to um, thank your wife for posting all those pictures of of the family and the trip, man. Um, you know, it was funny. She's like, I promise only one more, and um, I loved them. You guys had a great time. Uh, Good looking family. Hawaii was beautiful got a ton a ton of knowledge from you and um you know and and i know probably in future episodes you know maybe if you forgot something we'll drop little tidbits here and there Mm -hmm. and um thank you thank you for uh uh, thank you for giving us that uh information because that helps me out a lot when i want to go to actually next year we were planning on going to hawaii but the cruise kind (laughs) of the we took uh the took precedence over the hawaii trip so we put we shelved the hawaii trip um because we still want to get over to europe next year and um so i'm but the following year we're going to try to get to hawaii so i'm 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 very thankful for that and it was a great trip and i'm and and above all i'm glad rye had a great time um how did she do on the plane ride over there here before we get into closing oh she did great she's she's a pro man she's been i mean she's flown you know, from Europe, she's flown, she's flown a lot as a kid. Okay. So she's good. As long as we download some stuff on her phone or on her iPad and she's, she's good to go. She just kind of chills and puts headphones on and lays back. She actually took a nap, which she never does, which uh, made it nice. Yeah. Excellent. That's excellent. Hey, listen, I want to take a break right now. And when we get back, I want to go ahead and, um, uh, do our other key points of the show and, uh, we'll wrap it up. Sounds good. Are you ready to experience the magic? There is no better time than right now. Here at Away With Me Travel, all of our agents are Disney College of Knowledge graduates. We have dined at all of the Disney restaurants and we have stayed at all of the Disney resorts. So definitely come and make sure to contact us. You can find Jamie and I both at Disney Dads at Away With Me Travel. Send us an email. We'd love to help you make your dreams come true. You can also find all of our services at www.awaywithmetravel.com. And remember, we're here to help you make your travel dreams come true, and your journey begins with us here at Away With Me Travel. As we're coming back off the uh, the tail end of the commercial, I want to I wanna bring you back to you walking back to Disneyland, okay? Every once in a while, we'll drop a new show. It's called Behind the Magic. And um, we really got an intimate look at uh, the Walking with Walt uh, Disneyland tour that you did over there and I'm excited to drop that but how was your Disneyland trip overall it was incredible it was uh except for the heat <laughs> oh my gosh look I live in the south and it is hot here no 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 no. 114 degrees and that's not heat index that was actual temperature um the day we were at one of the days we were at Disneyland it was insane we packed coolers with water uh we packed a cooler full of ice and the ice was gone in the cooler within four hours, like gone. 
and it just it was just so so hot um but I tell you, man, it's cool. They got their Pixar Fest going on out there, and so it's an amazing parade. Uh, I saw Paint the Night. We got to see their Fantasmic, which is listen, listen. It's a little secret. Don't. This is just between three of us, no one else. Yep. It's better. It's be- Disneyland's is better. It's so much better. It's amazing. Are you embellishing on me? Because no. Might, are you sure you're not lying no. to me? No. It's it's unbelievable. Okay. Dude, they have a they have a full size pirate ship when they do pirates coming out. You know, when they're Fantasmic. Can you go on that pirate ship? No, it's How part do you know of the it's show. Not a hologram. How do you know it's not even real? Oh, it's real. I, I, I it might, they it. might be pulling your leg, man. I'll have to go over there and see this for myself. You're gonna have to get out there. Yeah, that's probably. Just don't tell anybody to. that I, I think Disneyland's uh, better. <laughs> well, I think that's a little known secret that the whole world knows <laughs> that the Suter family <laughs> likes that better. Hey, listen, can I cut you off and let's go ahead and get into trivia? And we got to get into um, our picks of the week too. Then, okay? Definitely. So, um, let me go ahead and knock the trivia question out um, since. You weren't here the last couple weeks. Uh, I've fallen behind on our awesome texters, so you guys don't give up on us. Uh, according to Corella DeVille, what is her o- only true love? Justin, you are not allowed to answer this. Mike, do you know the answer to that? I don't. <laughs> me, me either, because I'm terrible at Disney trivia. Justin? Furs. Fur coats. That's right. That's right. Um <laughs> Uh, good job for you that texted in, um, Mike. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop asking you because you and I look like we're like whenever we do our Disney <laughs> trivia, the families are gonna be like, but we're not gonna be with Mike or Jason. <laughs> Put them on the other team. So um, okay, listen. Here we go. At the beginning of the animated feature Peter Pan, what do the darling children use as their pirate treasure? Ooh, I know this one. I know. Text your answers to. Text your answers to 317-WDW-DADS. It's 317-939-3237. And go ahead and join us on Facebook. Yeah, Disney Dads Podcast on Facebook. Also, make sure to head over to the website, www.DisneyDadsPodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Of course, like Jason was saying, we're the most active on our Facebook. Have an amazing group of people over there sharing the positivity, sharing that Disney magic uh, on a daily basis. So come over, join us there, and uh, and we'd love to see you. And also, while you're on the uh, website, again, it's www.DisneyDadsPodcast.com. Make sure to check out our SoundCloud channels. There's links to all of our shows. Uh, of course, this one and all the shows from the past, too. So um, do that. And also, you can grab our email. Shoot us an email at DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you know, one of the things that was amazing about your trip, Justin, was fantastic pictures that your wife put up, uh, your live feeds, lots and lots and lots of great Alani pictures. Speaking of fantastic pictures, that brings us to our Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Who gets to go for? You know what? Maybe Justin should go first since she he was gone for a couple weeks. Yeah, we could go for that. Nah, just kidding. How about I go first? Because I'm leaving for Disney World and I'm not going to be here next week, so I'll get all my picks in in one shot. I like it. Perfect. All right, so I'm going to take it upon myself to do my pick first. So you guys are okay. rubbing my ribs about all that Hawaiian pizza nonsense. So I get to I get my first pick. All right, my first pick is Matthew Haggerty, who happens to be a new member of the group. And Matthew 
actually posted a picture of one of my favorite little hidden gem rides, and that's the and not rides, well, you know, experiences at Magic Kingdom, and that's the Mickey Philharmonic. I just enjoy doing that. It's a cool, you know, theater, and what a beautiful picture he put with that, you know, dark sky. It looks like some fireworks going off in the background. And if you look slightly to the left, you can just see that shadow of the castle, and it looks beautiful. And Matthew, welcome to the group, first and foremost, and you have my picture of the week. Yeah, what an amazing picture, man. Wow. Just wow. I might steal that for the wallpaper from my Facebook profile. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little copyright infringement. Um, Justin, why don't you go ahead and go, because I've got a couple here. Of course, so. yeah, of course you do. Well, hey, I'm going to say mahalo to Michael Barker, man. It's like living. It's like deja vu. I love it because you know where he's at? Alani. And he's hanging out. He got there the day we left. I was so bummed because I wanted to be able to, uh, you know, hang out and, and say thank you for the support and thank you for, for letting us be a part of your Disney family. But all these amazing pictures of his family um, there at, at Alani. It's just uh, it looks like they're having an amazing, amazing time. And uh, I hope that your trip was absolutely incredible. Keep those pictures coming. And that is my pick of the week this week. You guys just missed each other by day, didn't you? Same day, yeah. We were heading to the airport when he was getting Isn't that to Alani. Isn't that funny? I run into that a lot with people where, like, we just miss them by hours. Or Cheryl's one. Man, Cheryl, I'm always missing Cheryl by, like, a day. I miss Justin yeah, by you know a day. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just a, a by you know, and it was like I don't even have to. There's not even any uh, you know coercion or talking or trying to plan trips. It just so happens that that's how it is. Um, I, I I'm gonna go to you know speaking of photographers, you know Charles Mary is uh, a great photographer, but he posted. Um, it wasn't. It was the. Let's see how many active members will say hi back to me. Uh, wasn't that a fun thread? Did you guys go through yeah, that? Yeah, man. A ton <laughs> of people I posted. Everybody just turned it into gifts. Yeah, it was uh, super fun. Um, my pick of the week is I'm going to go with uh, Brooke Reynolds. And she nailed all three. Now, check this out. This has got to be a world record, right? All three Toy Story rides complete by 7.15 a.m. And, of course, the Popsicle wall. She just got a picture of um, her and Chad Price uh, in front of it. Um how fun was that, guys? And for them to uh, for them to nail that before it even gets hot out. Well, <laughs> it was probably already 158 degrees, but before the uh, the sun is beating down on you too hard. Um, what what kind of luck is that, guys? I, I, Mike, I hope you get that kind of luck, buddy. Yeah, I hope so. I got a couple of fast passes set up for when I'm down there. You know, I don't know if I'm going to be able mm-hmm. to get all three in one day, but I, I but I certainly can't wait to get down there. Yeah, and how about um, how about this pass holder pass holder playtime? That uh, the Goatee family got. Did you see that? I did. I, yeah, that looks cool. I got the email, and I'm like, well, maybe I can squeeze out a trip for the <laughs> September. But What do you mean you got the email? I, I got to check my spam, Oh, man. I got it. Well, you know, I'm one of the privileged. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I just want to give an honorary shout-out to, uh, yeah. to Bev White. And uh, she had her flower pots that she had in her garden that she painted herself. I thought they were store-bought. They were absolutely fantastic. The Fab Five, um, she had these amazing, amazing planter buckets uh, painted. And uh, super, super cool. I love them a lot. If I saw them in a store, I would have bought them hands down. And uh, what an amazing job you did on those. Oh, those were neat. Those were very, very neat. Yeah. Um, Courtney, Courtney uh, Bellidoux, Um <laughs> she... She brought in some first timers. That's always that's always fun when you bring first timers into the park, right? And she got to experience the buckets of water. So now you know when it says uh, it's raining buckets out here. Now you literally understand that they are buckets of water coming down. And speaking of buckets of water, 
let's let's multiply that by a hundred trillion. Throw everybody on a big old <laughs> boat and uh, have a good time. So um, is is that even something that we're going to be doing? I think so. And you're all invited. Justin, tell us how they can join us. The amazing inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise setting sail July 17, 2019 on a four-night sailing on the beautiful Disney Dream with a double dip at Castaway Key. Man, I can't... Oh, dude, it's just... I'm I'm counting down the days. I'll be hanging out with you two and the rest of our Disney family on board. And the easiest way to do that is to get a hold of Jamie or I at Disney Dads at awaywithmetravel.com. Send us an email and we'll get you a quote right away to, uh, to get you on board. There's going to be some amazing, amazing activities. And uh, just speaking on behalf of, of Mike, Jason, and myself, we can't wait to see you. And we've already had so Mike, dude, we've had so many amazing families already booked this cruise. Oh, I'm so excited. And as a matter of fact, when this episode drops, we will be one year away to the day of being on that boat together. Ooh, I like it. Nice. This episode will drop on July 18th, and uh, we will be sailing a year from there. Sailing, sailing a year before you know it. I can't wait. Oh man, it's just going to be amazing. And I can't. It's Jason's first cruise. Yeah, I can't wait. He's he's well. Oh, quite he's a few people on right our groups for us cruise too. I mean, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. listen, we have a lot of families that are coming. Uh, you know, we know a couple of them we've chatted with on Facebook, and you know they've been fantastic supporters of the you know of our show and of us. And I can't wait to actually hang out with them and spend some beach time and have our kids hang out. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, and like I said, if it's your first cruise, your fiftieth cruise. It's always nice to do a cruise with some friends and family, and uh, it's a great group, and I enjoy being with you guys. Look at this guy. Look at the look what this guy's got. Look Disney at, Dad's Cruise Countdown. It is, and it is. And one of our good friends, one of my good friends, in fact, the lady that we threw mud in her pool, <laughs> she made this. Um, she says, hey, I make this for uh, you Disney Dads, and I want you to give this away to uh, the, somebody going on your cruise, just because. Very neat. Very cool. So you know, I'm that? going on the cruise. <laughs> You're not, you're not, you are not allowed to have it. Um, here in the next uh, week or two, we'll, uh, it's, it's a, uh, it's a picture frame and it has, um, uh, it has Mickey, the silhouette of Mickey's head with uh, the cruise hat on and it's got a, it's a countdown. So you can actually write down the number in the countdown. Cool. And uh, Nicole's a good friend of ours. She made that for us and, um, you know, she's, she's kicking off her company. You know, she's doing some shirts and a lot of vinyl and stuff like that. And uh, she's been very busy. So, um, but she took the time to make that for us. And um, I'm excited to give that, to throw that in the hands of somebody that's uh, going on the cruise with us. Just because. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, guys, we covered a lot of stuff tonight. I mean, we really dove into Alani quite a bit. Luckily, we had Justin down there to kind of give us some of the inside track. You know, we'll talk more about it in future episodes. Uh, you know, like it was a it was a long trip for him, and it was a fantastic trip for him, and barely scratched the surface of some of the stuff he can do down there. Uh, his pictures were amazing. If you're not part of our Facebook group, jump on there, check them out. I mean, you know, his wife put tons and tons of pictures, and they were just amazing. We loved them. Uh, they were great. I, I probably could have liked every single one of them. They were great. Uh, listen, I had a fantastic time tonight. I'm so glad you're back, Justin. The shenanigans will begin again. But I'm going to miss you next week because I'll be in Disney. So <laughs> I'm not going to miss you that much because I think this time next week when this episode drops, I should be somewhere around Epcot. So uh, I'm looking forward to my trip, and uh, I'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Dude, I'm so excited for you, man. It's like I get back, and then you get to go, and I get to live vicariously through you. It's like I'm, That's the cool part about this community is we get to perpetually live at Disney through, uh, through our amazing Disney family. Buddy, hey, safe travels to you. Um, tell, tell, tell your girls that I said to have a good time and I hope they, uh, hope they have an amazing trip and buddy, you deserve it, man. You deserve to go down there and have, uh, have the best trip imaginable. So have fun. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. 
Mike, it's your time, man. Finally. Finally, it's here. It's your time. You're going to be on a plane and um, pounding me with pictures. Actually, you go. You kind of ghost us when you're down there, like like your like your family's more important than than <laughs> us or something. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I am so excited for your trip, man, because this is something that you know just life has led up to this. Uh, you get that quality time with your with your daughters. Um, because the last one, you really didn't get that quality time because Sarah was bouncing all over with competition stuff. So this is really like your first. Uh, quality bonding family trip in a while, correct? First, first family trip, like real family trip since I've been on the family trip with you back in uh, yeah, last, last September. Yeah. So you are definitely due for it, man. Hope Sarah and Sammy have an amazing time. Memories are made, guys, and um, and I hope your wife loves the slinky dog. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And, either, wait I can't wait. She's trying Splash Mountain for the first time. Oh, yes. is she? Yes. 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 Convinced That's awesome. She's going to try it for the first time. So It's not a jarring ride. It's uh, She'll love it, man. I want a full report, too. No, you course. should go live in the group when she does it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I, you know, I, like, I always feel, you know, I, always feel, I don't want to. I love when everybody in the group puts their live stuff on and posts their pictures because I enjoy living through that. I feel like they hear enough of me all week. I feel like I don't want to bombard them with my stuff as well, too. But I'll, yeah, I'll but definitely do some a, stuff. Dude, that's her first thing. Yeah, that's her first ride on there, though. I want a, I want a live of, of the uh, Splash Mountain. I, I think that's... You know what, Justin? I say it's even fair that we demand. <laughs> Zippity-doo-da. Demand. This isn't even a request. This is a demand. And this is a two against one demand, okay? Sunday, Work 1 o'clock, fast pass. So tune in around Love it. Sunday? Sunday? Okay, listen. You know what? I got nothing better to do but watch your live broadcast. Okay. All right? Listen, I had a great time. Justin, great to see you back. Mike, have a great trip. Guys, have a fantastic night. Aloha, fellas. Aloha, buddy. Good night, guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.